0: good morning ladies and gentlemen boys and girls and bulldog fans everywhere I'd like to welcome each and every one of you back to the hail state shockwave with your two co-hosts one of which is colton watson and the other is gavin lagazino who is very excited to be here this morning uh yeah both of us are both of us are we are doing our we, you know got up early to do the show this morning we know that y'all need it uh supposed to get it out you know monday night ish and that doesn't always work out with our schedules we're doing our best but uh it's been a tough weekend you know we got to me and gavin got to watch dallas but yesterday so or the mm-hmm. day before yesterday that was, Goodness. that was that that heals my wounds a little bit but you know if i had to pick one over the other dallas or mississippi state mississippi state's gonna win that one nine times out of ten you know
1: yeah
0: uh Depends on the situation, but more often than not, I'd rather take the Bulldogs win over the over the Cowboys win. You know, that's just I've been a fan for longer. I get to go to I get to I go to Mississippi State. I'm on campus all the time. You know, the whole mood around campus is better when we're good at football.
1: You know, yeah, I'd say I would say I've always been a Cowboys fan, but that heightened when they got Dak. So I'd probably start to rock Mississippi State. I've
0: always been a mild Cowboys fan since I was in since I was in uh, elementary school, because I, I was on the quote-unquote Dallas Cowboys Pee Wee football team at, <laughs> in, my, in fourth and fifth grade. And that's when I was like, everybody's like, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited to go on the Cowboys. He's like, wow. I was like, well, I need a team to root for, and I've always kind of liked the Cowboys and the Saints. and mm-hmm. Now the Saints just are the closest, and that's, they're not close enough for me to like die for him or anything but yeah i like the saints too well i'm i'm going i'm I'm going to watch dallas whoop the saints in two weeks in the superdome so Mm. calling it right now that'll be fun anyway
1: the only i wish you could see breeze yeah that that
0: is gonna suck i'm gonna get my first nfl game and i'm not gonna get to watch drew breeze play that's pretty tragic but anyway we've got other things to talk about (coughs) excuse me um It wasn't like we said. It wasn't a great weekend. We uh, we got beat, and I would say in all three phases of the game. But I mean, they had some great and terrible special teams plays, and so did we. So, did we really get beaten special teams?
1: We had no. I think we won in special teams. Yeah, they had
0: two muff punts. You know, that's usually the happens to other guys, and we muffed a punt that we recovered. So it doesn't really do anything in the (laughs) at all, but. You know, you had the turnover that was a re what do you call that? A re turnover?
1: Yeah, I guess that's
0: my favorite way to get a first down. <laughs> <laughs> it's third down, <laughs> you throw a pick on an injured shoulder. Like he, he's he looked, we'll talk about that later, but uh, throw a pick and all of a sudden Darrell Williams falls on the ball after it gets stripped out from the cornerback's hands. And you're just like, oh, we'll take yeah, it because one of the other linemen smoked. Him. Yeah, he got that's I- I couldn't tell who it was. That's why you tackle. That's why you learn tackling every day. <laughs> anyway, some things that, you know, we just need to talk about that we did pretty poorly. In the first half, the run defense was bad. It didn't just the, – the drive where they scored at the end to make it 17, they – that was the worst-looking drive for me. There was no push. There was no oomph. There was no – you know, grit on that drive for the defense. Other than that, you know, they had the fourth down stop early. They forced a field goal early. We uh, st- uh, put up some resistance on some of these some of these drives until that one, and then we come back with the touchdown drive. Uh, at the very end, with just a few seconds left, Tommy made an absolute beautiful throw. T- Osiris Mitchell. I did not realize at the time he that was a one handed catch. Did you see that? Yeah. And from yeah, my angle, fine. I couldn't tell. I thought he made like a typical basket catch. That was a one-handed catch over two defenders in the back of it. That was just beautiful. That was yeah, that's that perfect was a, ball. There is a lot of highlight plays in this game. You had you know a lot of everybody on social media was sharing. Of course, the Schrader copter and Kylan punching a dude <laughs> like literally to the ground, and get, to, it was to like get one extra yard. But he just abused this poor guy. <clears throat> anyway um so when it's 14 17 you felt good we scored coming out of halftime end up going up by a whole touchdown and then you're like all right well that's not a problem not we we're up a whole touchdown you know it's it's early in the, it's fourth quarter starting you know it's not a problem and then this dude decides to return a kick after he hesitates he thought he was about to take a, a touchback, but he hesitates waits a second and then gets running and then doesn't get touched And you got to think, what's going on there? That completely changed the momentum of the game. At that point, you've got a freshman quarterback in that, who, through some faults of his own and through some mistakes from his teammates, hasn't been able to move the ball in the uh, in the second half, outside of the first two drives, uh, first drive of the game.
1: Where he looked like Patrick Mahomes. That's
0: right. Or the first his first drive of the game, the first drive of the half, we he did fine. And y'all are just kind of thinking like, hmm. We got to do something. In the second half, our run defense was a lot better. In fact, we ended up out rushing them. They're, and I'll give them credit. Of what, we'll talk about offense later. But they, they, they did really good on defense. Um, we couldn't cover these crossing routes that they kept running with the rollout. They kept rolling the quarterback out to both sides of the field and taking their tight ends and running these crossing routes. And – they just use their big body, or they just had a quick break, and then all of a sudden you can't catch up to them, and it's an easy pitch and catch. And it was just – that's how they scored their, uh, the touchdown to go ahead, and that's how they got several first downs on third and longs and stuff like that. And we yeah. just couldn't – we couldn't make that adjustment. And that's that's where having Cam Dantzler hurts. Cam Dantzler's athletic enough to cover, to cover most tight ends or anything like that, even though they're bigger. Or even so, if he's in – you've got better coverage at some in some place in some places on the field where maybe you could run zone and, and kinda of protect those uh tight end groups or whatever. But it's just I was disappointed in how and not making that adjustment because they did it to us four or five times. Um
1: Yeah. My my biggest thing was it looked like we sold out on the run so hard that play action got us every time.
0: It did, yeah, that's a good point. That's of uh, the play action bootleg. And we and, and, it worked, and they were it worked a every team. time. They were a running team and we did bottle them up in the second half running the ball. Uh none of none of their running backs had a lot of yards at when you go total it up. Kylan was the leading rusher in the game. But you know, we did have the big sack on the finally got to the guy. They they like I said they have a lot of rollouts and quick passes and quick slants and stuff like that. They just look for mismatches, which there aren't many mismatches because their their defense isn't as their offense isn't as big and athletic as our defense. But there's a few, you know, their tight ends are still bigger than our cornerbacks, and their uh, receivers are still faster than most linebackers. So you know they can do what mm-hmm. they can fi- expose us that way. They they are going to do it. But I will give the the Thompson kid credit. Their, their quarterback Skyler Thompson, he did a little bit better than I thought. Again, still mostly he was a one read guy. He, if his first pass wasn't there, he was kind of running around or trying to throw it away or doing whatever. Um. About our offense, we needed – let's see. How do I put this? I think we totally win the game and that it's fine if Tommy Stevens is is, is healthy. Not even if – even if he doesn't come out. I mean, excuse me. Even if he does come out, but he was healthy before, I think he makes enough plays where we're, we're already ahead. Does that make sense? Yeah.
1: I agree. He missed because there was a throws. lot of throws. Yeah, they were awful. He missed some
0: throws. It wasn't like
1: just slight misses. It was like he was overthrowing and underthrowing. He missed, he missed some throws. Now, a couple.
0: I will say this: tincty. a couple of his early misses, I know for a fact were there, were <clears throat> him throwing it away or were the result of miscommunication. And I could just yeah. see what was going on. From he was pretty close to me. Um, a guy that really, that really, I was not impressed with was was Gidry, Stephen Gidry. I watched yeah. him once run the wrong route and have. Uh, have Stevens throw it way over his head. Now Stevens might have he might have been running right, and Stevens might have been thinking wrong. But usually the quarterback knows what's going on. Yeah. Um, I,
1: we, My biggest thing with Guidry is his body language.
0: His body language That's is the bad. That's exactly it's a symptom of the of the other stuff. You know, of course he drops the he drops the pass. That was a great scramble drill pass. I thought it was a great. I mean for what for what he was getting, he was wide open the scramble drill. He put it right it right in front of his face you got to make that catch, and that that's, ends yeah. up getting uh, Tommy Stevens' first interception. Um, yep,
1: yeah, looked like
0: Randall Cobb. Yep, just like Randall Cobb, which uh-huh. that I I had to admit, that ball was a little bit underthrown, but still should have been called. Most of that yeah. interception should have been called. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, of course, Tommy Stevens, the play before he threw the beautiful ball to Cyrus Mitchell, he threw a pretty good fade to Guidry in one-on-one coverage, and Gidry was kind of just trotting after it. And I'm like, bro, yeah. there's your touchdown. Like, there's your highlight real play. Go up and moss that dude. There are some little itty-bitty cornerbacks. And here's the thing. Our receivers were bigger, stronger, faster than these little guys and absolutely should have been – you know, they if they wanted to stack against the run, you know you've got one-on-one coverage or you've got single-high safety. We should, have, I thought we should have been taking more shots downfield. But, of course, you figure, found out, you know, Tommy Stevens isn't right. I feel like if he's right, you know, after one or two plays, we're just we're – we're gunning it downfield, you know. I don't
1: understand why Tommy was in the game if he wasn't 100%, though.
0: Maybe he felt like he was, and then he wasn't after a couple throws. You don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Schrader came Mm -hmm. in and did really good in the first drive. Of course, we scored, and he dove in for a touchdown. You know, he looked uh, – it's kind of funny. He didn't – let's see. How how do I put this? Schrader, I noticed on that great drive, he made a lot of awesome plays. He – I love the improvisation from Tommy and from Schrader in this game. They, they 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 did things off schedule that were really good, where they just, you know, scrambled around and found somebody open and kept their eyes downfield, did what they were supposed to do, or, or, or mm-hmm. broke out of the pocket and tucked in and started running. They both did good. Schrader, though, in that last drive where he looked good, I noticed a lot of those plays were kind of just tough luck plays for Kansas State. Just kind of, you know, things just happened that happened to break down and just fall a certain way. And I was like, well, he looked good, but – and I know that and I know that he was athletic and he made some good throws, but I was also and great scramble drill and all that stuff, like I said. But there was a couple plays on that drive, I was like, uh, oh, that doesn't normally happen to most you know. And then of course the rest of the game it kinda got sluggish and bogged down, which he was plagued by drops. Isaiah Zuber dropped I think the only pass he had targeted at him, didn't he? Would have yeah. would have converted a third down. Looked like he had room to run. He settled down in that zone like he's supposed to. Garrett hit him in the ch- in the shoulder pass. I mean
1: Yeah. Uh it was that was that was probably the worst drop of the game.
0: Other, the result, it was the easiest flat pass that should have been caught. Um, yeah. Probably wasn't the worst. I mean, it wasn't the worst result because Gidry's resulted in a interception that led to a field goal. But still, yeah. Jace Crispin looked good. We can say that. Uh, yeah.
1: I mean, Kylan, Kylan didn't look bad. He just wasn't the superstar that we're used to.
0: Kylan, he played a tougher defense. And, again, they – here's what I want to really – Coach Kleiman – said he was going to sell out to stop the run and for three quarters ish he did and it worked there are some jobs where they were getting gassed and you can tell that that heat was getting to them in the second half and kylan and garrett both were starting to run all over them a little bit but they they committed to stopping the run now here's the thing we've had the passing game the last two games to to, to say for okay go ahead but Tommy wasn't right. We've had the receiver play. We had bad receiver play this game, so that didn't help things. But we've had good receiving play so far, Good quarter, a good enough quarterback play so far to say, hey, go ahead, stop the run. We're just going to throw it over the top. And we did t- a little bit. You know, we had the touchdown over the top. We had uh, a couple other big passing plays. But we didn't get to just air it out the way we want to because Tommy was compromised and because Garrett Schrader's not ready yet. And you know we were just that that's hamstring just played right into the hands. This is a bad. Let me tell you what. This is a game that we still should have won just because of the talent uh, disparity. And I hate to—I hate to do it to Kansas State, but I mean there's just there's a light, little bit better quality of athlete uh, in the SEC.
1: Yeah,
0: but it was a bad matchup nonetheless. We still should—we still should have won the game, but it was a bad matchup against a good rushing team when our rush defense is still trying to find itself against a team that. Wanted to stop the run when we were hamstring in our passing game and were forced to run the ball a little bit more than we wanted to. It was just a bad matchup that, we again, we still should have won. We still should have had the horses to go out and win. I didn't like the way that most of the team's body language and that they're, you know, they, the way that they acted and the way that they handled adversity in the game either.
1: Yeah. I don't like the – or I didn't like the leadership displayed by the guy that was wearing the headset. Coach Moorhead? Yeah,
0: you know he and he said in his press conference Monday he said it's time kind to of, he t- took a lot of blame for the loss, which is I respect that. Uh, he said it was going to point had a kind of the point the finger not the thumb moment or point the thumb not the finger. How mm-hmm. does that phrase go? Wherever you, whatever whatever the phrase whatever the phrase is where you blame yourself instead of telling everybody else what they yeah. did wrong. Um. You know, some people have some play-calling problems that I didn't – somebody's like, he called running plays when there, there's 30 seconds left the game. I was like, no, those are passing plays. We were just scrambling around. We didn't get the pass off. Those are – he yeah. dropped back and then started running because he didn't have anything else to go. Uh yeah. Probably should have spiked the ball. Other than that, I didn't have a ton of problems with uh, that.
1: With I didn't that. care for running into a stacked box. Kylan did much better when he was running outside the tackles.
0: He did do better running outside the tackles, and I – you gotta hope that your offensive line will open up a hole there. They, did, our offensive line didn't play very well early. Um, they didn't, they didn't let Tommy get and Garrett get mashed and uh, when they dropped back, but they weren't run blocking great. They, they're up front. They're up front seven, despite being smaller, was a lot grittier and nastier than ours, which is just not what you expect from when you're not playing a league, a conference game, you know. So, but yeah, yeah. no, I don't like running between the tackles as much. Once it's quit working, you know, maybe. But again, you kinda have to if you if you demonstrate that you're not gonna go there, they get to widen out their linebackers and make it to where you can't run at all. And yeah. then once you can't run at all, it's harder to throw the ball, of course. That's how people understand. You you run to help you to help you if you when you run good it helps you throw better. When you throw good it helps you run better. Like that's just Yeah. It's a it's a complicated exponential, fluid little system there. Anyway, we uh like I said, we did good. Tucker did good punting the ball. We did good covering up those muff punts. Those are difficult things to to hard to cover a muff punt that bounces really far. Of course, the long snapper Paul. Uh, oh shoot, his last name just escaped me. Blackwell. Paul Blackwell. Paul Blackwell recovers the first one, and that was just such a great play. That was that was huge. That got us, you know, our first score of the game when we needed it bad. We had a terrible possession, like a holding call and a sack that had us in, like, fourth and 29 or something, back punting from our own end zone. And then uh, we, cut, we jump on the ball, and then all of a sudden we have new life, and we score on that drive. And then uh, – we, of course, we have another muff point later in the second half that we recovered. And those, those are some bright spots of the game. You know, the uh, the sack by Brian Cole, I've texted Gavin right up when that happened. I wish I get – I hope someday I have an excuse to hit somebody that hard. <laughs> to to lower my shoulder and just de somebody like Brian Cole did that dude. He had yeah. no clue. The ball popped out. If we had jumped on the ball, you know, that would have been huge. Uh, oh, my goodness. He absolutely murked him. You know, moving on to this upcoming week, we're going to talk more about that on Friday. But uh, I don't think, guys, people – first of all, attendance of at the game was terrible. And it was a little bit hot. It wasn't I'm, – I'm not going to lie. It was not as hot as last week. I was right when I made that prediction on the Friday show. It was not that bad compared to the week before. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree. I My even, my, even my at game end of the game, said the
1: opposite, though, so I don't know. Really? Yeah.
0: I felt fine. I was, and I did. I didn't drink that much water. I drank like two bottles of water. I was.
1: I don't know about fine. fine. I drank like four bottles of water, and I was like, it was pretty hot, but I don't think it was as bad as the week before.
0: It was. It was hot. I shouldn't say it was hot. I got sunburned, but I didn't put on sunscreen. That's my own fault. Yeah. Anyway, so but I don't care what's going on, guys. I don't care if you don't like the coach or if if you and and if and if prices are uh, ticket prices are a thing for you i'm sorry like that's 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 different but if you but th- that th- we had more season tickets sold than there were seats than there were seats taken in that stadium people can come people are choosing not to come cuz they don't want to come cuz it's hot or whatever guys fans being there make a difference in the outcome of the game if y'all didn't realize yeah. us not us leaving early makes makes Kansas state makes it easier on Kansas state us leaving early makes it easier on Kentucky and Ole Miss and Alabama and LSU when they come in here, and us not showing up makes it easier on them too. You know, if we turn up and beat Kentucky and uh, beat Kentucky and Auburn and Tennessee or whatever, are y'all going to show up to the LSU game? Probably. And then we're going to be loud, and it's going to affect how Joe Burrow and all those guys uh, operate. You know, they're going to have to go to if we're if it's a loud game, they're going to have to go to a silent count and. All that stuff, and there's no reason for us to be not be just as loud at eleven or three o'clock as they are at six o'clock. There's not a night games are fun, of course. It's it's a little bit more comfortable, but that doesn't mean we can't be just as excited for the team. That's I I don't pity anybody that's sad and mad and broken about Mississippi State football that had a chance to come to the game and didn't or is bad talking the program. Yeah. You know, if you if you show up and cheer and do whatever, then you get your opinion means a little bit more to me. Anyway, we all should have been there. We also, guys, I don't think this team is completely hopeless. Uh, we've got, you know, Tommy needs to get healthy, and that's just a huge key. Either Tommy needs to get healthy or Schrader's going to have to really learn what he's doing. And I think we could be fine if we bring the intensity that we didn't bring this weekend. And I'm going to be critical of, of some of the team. You know, sometimes they they was it was a little bit, you know, Back on her heels, kind of just going through the motions. It looks like for some drives, and then some drives we looked, we looked just fantastic. But we got to get healthy. We got to get Cam Dancer back. You know, updates on those injuries. Alec Murphy, who's a backup running back, he's out for the season. Cam Dancer, Tommy Stevens, Dar- uh, Darian Parker again, and uh, Nick Gibson are all day to day. Cam
1: still is that still Cam's concussion stuff?
0: It was weird, dude. I don't know if he ever took the field this weekend, but he was yeah, listed in the starters. And in fact, when yeah. they listed more than 11 starters. They listed 12 or 13 starters for defense. And I was like, sometimes they do that because the the depending on if they want to have three linebackers or two linebackers and that they should they don't think somebody should be considered a non-starter because of that. Just depends yeah. on what where how they line up that day or that particular play. <laughs> But they had like twelve or thirteen, and they had like multiple cornerbacks, and I was like, "That's kind of weird." But Cam was one of them, and then I never saw him. I don't know if he was on the field for a drive and got and got dinged up and came out. I don't think he was though. Yeah. So that's that's really funny because he was listed as ready to go. That was I don't know if he got sick, or if he got hurt in warmups, or if he did go he get hurt the first or first first two or three plays, and I missed it. I don't know. No, I don't
1: think he ever took the field.
0: That doesn't that that's really sketchy to me. Cuz it it like every
1: time I looked up either Jerry and Jones, Martin Emerson or both of them were on the field. Yeah,
0: they were both on the field. I I don't know what happened. I don't know if uh I, he was he, the, all week the horse he's fine. Like not he's not even he's not even day to day. Like he's he's good. And all of a sudden he's not playing. I don't know what happened. Uh I don't know if he got hurt warmups. I don't know what they said about the press conference yesterday because I'm not in the media and I can't go to the press conferences, but yeah, um, I've checked to see if anybody reported on it. So, if he'd have said something, then we would know. So, I guess he didn't say anything. But, <laughs> anyway. Uh, I think well, that's on the
1: bright side, uh, Reggie Todd ran back a kickoff against Southern Miss this week. so
0: He did, and Southern Miss won, which is also good for me. So, that's Southern Miss versus Troy. They played like a, a – Hundred point game this weekend, yeah. Uh, and I've got two. Like I said, I got two friends that play for Southern Miss, so I'm, I'm glad. Always glad that they get a win when it's not against us. Um, let's see. <laughs> we'll talk about Thursday or Friday. We'll talk about Friday. How dogs in the NFL this week, and you all need to come listen to that show because I think every single player. That Mississippi State has has on a, on an active roster this week, bought out. Yeah, Pernell McPhee bought out. Uh, Montez so had a decent game. Had a decent game.
1: Or roughing the pass.
0: Bernardrick <laughs> McKin- uh, McKinney did good. Um, Preston Smith, I know, did good. Uh, yeah. Danica Autry went nuts. Dak I'm sure Chris nuts. Jones did good. Um, we'll have to look. I haven't looked at Chris Jones. I have to check. I should have watched that game. I have a receiver on my fantasy team in that game that didn't show out like he's supposed to. But uh, mm-hmm. Sammy Watkins, where'd you go? You, yep. I benched I you when you had, him
1: this week. I benched him I benched when he had 50 points. <laughs> yeah. Yep.
0: Um, even Logan Cook had a great game yesterday, our punter. Mm-hmm. So we've got a. <laughs> uh, and also, if you're looking for a favorite NFL team or a second favorite NFL team, We've got five guys on the Packers roster. At first, we thought yep. it was going to be the Colts. A lot of those guys got cut and picked up by other guy, other teams. We had like six, like six or eight guys on the Colts roster at the right when the draft happened. But now we they're all on the Packers. So, and at one point, I thought it was going
1: to be the Texans.
0: Yeah, the Texans guys. The Texans we had two guys, and they traded. Uh, they traded Martinez Rankin, and then the Raiders we had two guys, but Jonathan Abram went down. So, we'll get all those updates to y'all at that time later on. Uh, as for right now, I think that's all that we have. And again, guys, come to the games, support the team, guys. We're we're getting spoiled because we feel like we owe, we're owed, you know, these nine, ten, eleven win seasons, guys. These athletes are working just as hard, no matter how many games that they've won or lost. If you've already paid for tickets, come to the games. You know, yep. come come support. And if you or can't give, come, give them to somebody else. That's what I was just about to say. If you can't come, there is somebody with six-year-old kids that would love nothing more to come, than to come to a football game. I mean, that would make their year. There's yep. some of these kids, they just want to – some of these kids, I, they're like, Dad, let's go to the stadium. And it's like three hours until the game starts. And we're like, son, we can't go in right now. Like, we can't. Like, <laughs> they just want to go so bad. Somebody will take those tickets. And, hey, if you don't, can't give them away, sell them. Somebody yep. will buy them. You'll you you you'll get heck, you'll get twenty bucks a piece for them. At, at, if anything, anyway. That's neither here nor there. But until next time, best of luck to all your endeavors and whatever you're doing, whatever you've got going on. As always, praise the Lord. Go dogs. Hail state. The works. You know all those things. Yep. Hail no state. Y'all have a good one.